0: Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry about the delay, y'all. I'm going to have to do this again today. I don't know why it does that with the sign, but good morning and welcome back to the morning motivation. I'm your host, Brittany Daniel. For those of you who are new, welcome. Actually, you know what? It's so distracting. I'm going to turn it off. I hope you guys are new. If this is your first time watching, Good morning. Uh, This is the morning motivation where you get your daily dose of motivation and some God sprinkled in there. I hope you guys are doing well. Happy Tuesday, September 20th. And sorry for the delay, you guys. I had a few things going on behind the scenes, so I do apologize. But we are going to jump right into uh, A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. We are on chapter 31, which is actually really good. As well. I highly recommend you get your own copy. It is down in the link below in the, de- in the co- description box, excuse me, to get your copy. Or you can enter to win a giveaway this Friday by going to BritneyTheHost.com and entering to win your free book if you are interested. Um, yeah. And there we go. So, chapter 31 is Understanding Your Shape. And basically, we're digging deeper into our purpose how we can use our God-given gifts and talents, and it's going to break it all down and things to help uh, just bring highlight to God's kingdom, how we can use our natural abilities and the things that God has blessed us with to bless the world and bless the church and all of that. That's what we're going to talk about today. So let's go ahead and jump into our prayer. If this is your first time watching live, go ahead and load up the morning comments, excuse me, in the comments in the live chat and get your morning shout out. Ooh, okay, let's jump into this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray that anybody who is having a hard time unlocking their gifts or understanding how to use their gifts and their purpose and their natural born spiritual abilities to and for your kingdom, please allow them, uh, download them with the information, the aha moments everything that they need to understand exactly what you have called them here to do. I pray that anybody that is going through anything right now, they just get a sense of relief, of peace, knowing that you're by their side at all times. I pray for abundance and openness and soft and warm hearts for everybody listening here and later. In your darling son, Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So I was listening to, um, man, this is a little off topic, but I was listening to a, a scripture. Not a scripture, a video with Sarah Jakes Roberts, love her. And I shared it on my community page. Um, but she was talking about softening and opening up your heart again. And um, it was a very interesting topic. Maybe we'll do that or we'll talk about that uh, in the upcoming weeks. But it was so, 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 so good. So make sure you guys um, check that video out. It's on my community page. I think I typed great and wrong because I was like in the middle of something. Neither, neither. Nonetheless, such a great sermon and a great topic for those of you who need it. All right. Let's jump into the shout out. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning. She Amber. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Chevy Chev. Good morning, Sharnesia, Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Grand Rising KK. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, Glorious Rising Happy Housewife. Good morning, turquoise. Cooking with Raw. Good morning. And Lou Wilson. Good morning. Thank you guys for being here today. I really appreciate it. All right. So this is understanding your shape. We're diving more again into our spiritual purposes, what God has called us to do, how we use our gifts to magnify him and his uh and his, his holy kingdom. Good morning, Melon and Honey. This is understanding your shape. It says your you shape. You shaped first inside and then out from me in my mother's womb is Psalms 139 and 13. It says, only you can be you. God designed each of us so that there would be no duplication in the world. No one has the exact mix of factors that make you you unique. That means no one else on the earth will ever be able to play your role. Your role is valuable. It is important. Everybody has a role to play. It says God planned you. And if you don't make your unique contribution to the body of Christ, it won't be made. So it's basically saying, like, if you don't do it, who will? If you don't get to getting, if you don't get to doing, nobody else can fulfill your spot. Nobody had your parents. Nobody went through your experiences. Nobody has your knowledge or know how and they think and do things like you. No one. It says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, different ways of serving and different abilities to perform service. In the last chapter, we'll look at, we looked, oh, in the last chapter, we looked at two of these, which is your spiritual gifts and your heart. Now we will look at the rest of your shape. Remember we talked about the acronym uh, yesterday, SHAPE, just to go back and refresh for anybody who missed yesterday. When we talked about SHAPE for serving God, SHAPE is your spiritual gifts your heart. And today we're going to talk about your abilities, personality, and experience. Good morning. Okay. It says shape, applying your abilities. Your abilities are naturally natural talents you were born with. Some people have the natural ability with words and they can come out of the womb talking. Child, that was me. When I read that, I said, hallelujah, that was me. This is how you know your child, or you were born with the gift of speech. If you're in school and the teacher's like, oh my gosh, it, it, Brittany's so good, but she just talks too much. Like, if you have a talkative child, or if you have a, a child, especially a baby, it's just like, meow, 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 it's always like making sounds and words. You may have a talker, future talk show host, a speaker. And I always tell people, especially if like they say, oh my gosh, my child is having a such, such a hard time, like, ugh talking in class or talking in school, I always tell them that is their gift. Um, however, you just have to tell them the time and a place. Like, and and the whole thing is too, when I got caught talking, I wasn't supposed to be talking, but it was never because like, I just wanted to interrupt. It was like, I had something to say. <laughs> like somebody was doing something. I wanted to tell somebody something like, and I wasn't supposed to be talking. So It's not that they're um, a mischievous child or they just want to interrupt. It's because they like want to tell somebody something or they want to give advice on something. I remember like people would not know what page they were on or something. I'll always get in trouble for talking like stupid. Like somebody talked to me and then I talked to them. Anyways, neither neither here nor there. A little flashback of my childhood. But yes, absolutely. Some people come out the womb talking. So. Think about that. Was that you? Was that your, is that one of your children? You have a child that's just talkative. That is a beautiful thing because that means that they are gifted in the ability to speak. It says, other speak, excuse me. Other people have natural athletic abilities, excellent, uh, excelling in physical uh, coordination. Like there are some people who are just coordinated. That was not my gift nor my ministry. Some people just know how to catch a ball. Some people just know how to, like, the reflexes are crazy. I think men have this ability seriously. I was watching um, like just a a montage of men like coming to the rescue at the clutch, like saving kids. Like, I don't know if you guys seen that clip, but like one baby was going to like fall off the slide. The dad caught it. Another baby was going to get hit by a truck, but the dad moved like the reflex and the ability kind of like angels here on earth were ridiculous. So also people have physical uh, athletic abilities, excellent physical coordination, like the Russell Wilsons of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world, um, the Michael Jordans of the world. Yes, their abilities were cultivated, but they had the brains and the know-how and some sort of athletic ability to keep the stamina and keep like the Kobe Bryants and things like that. It says still others are good at mathematics and music or machine or mechanics. Some people are really good at music. They can see music. They can hear music. Yes, people can see music. Um Some people have the ability to just like I said yesterday, put things together. When God wanted to create the tabernacle and all of the utensils of worship for worship, he provided artists, craftsmen and who were shaped with the skill and ability and knowledge of all kinds to craft what makes artistic design. Think about back in like think about back in like the Egyptian days or. Um, you think about like these cathedrals and these castles that were built thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago, they didn't have all these books to go and study and look. People had natural abilities just to know and understand how things work, right? Which is amazing. And you know it comes from God because some people like some people just know how to do hair. Like, I'll mess somebody hair up, okay? (laughs) Some people just have God given natural abilities. It says today, God still bestows these abilities. And thousands of others so people can serve him. All of our abilities come from God. Even the abilities we use for sin are God given. They are just misused and abused. Like there are some so many talented people, right? Even like the people that um, like rappers, abilities are astronomical. You know, I don't know if they are they using it for the glory of God that's their business right or people who have the natural ability to make a channel or do whatever and they use it for gossip that's on it that's that's the ability <laughs> but it says even God gives it God gives us all our talents and abilities even if it's used for sin um, they're just misused and abused the Bible says God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well since your natural abilities are from God they are are just as important as your spiritual gifts, okay? So your abilities that you use on your nine to five or your business are the same abilities and just as important as your spiritual gifts, okay? Everybody has both. The only difference is that you were given them at birth. One one of the most common excuses people give for not serving, I just don't have the abilities to offer, right? That is ludicrous, the book says. You have dozens, probably hundreds of unshaped, unrecognized and unused abilities that are lying dormant inside of you. For those of you who do not think that you have anything to offer the world, God, in any form of service, I need you to dig deep. I need you to call out to God. I need you to pray. I need you to ask him to reveal your abilities to you because everybody has them inside them. So don't think that I'm different or Beyonce is different where somebody is different because they have abilities and you feel like, well, I can't do anything. That is not true. Your abilities may have been overlooked by your family, your past, even you or your community, but that does not mean that abilities aren't inside of you. It says many studies have revealed that the average person possesses over 500 to 700 different skills and abilities, five to 700. Y'all only know about like five of mine, maybe three. So that means I got some more digging to do, right? I have some more digging digging to do. Um one of my gifts that I know for sure is I can love other people's children as if they were my own. Like I could really I feel like I have a heart of fostering or adoption because the care and love that I have for other for children when they're with me in my care is like no other. I become like a mental parent. Like I'm preventing them from doing things. I'm speaking life into them. I don't look at other kids like, oh, that ain't my problem. I have the natural ability and natural want and yearning for that, like the mothering of other children. So I believe that God has blessed me with that heart. So it could be something minute as that. And although you may think it's minute, that is something you never know when it's going to come into you know, your, your life as, as, as a part of your ministry or as a part of something that you are able to do. So really think about those things. Think about the things that you cannot like you might not even be paid for. Does that make sense? Like some of your abilities are things that you may not even use at your job or are so obvious. It says, for instance, your brain can store a hundred trillion facts. Our brains can store 100 trillion facts. Your mind can handle 15,000 decisions a second. right? Ain't that crazy? <clears throat> excuse me and it's co- it's crazy because it's true think about your whole internal system it works by itself but it's your body's ability to do the things that same your while your heart is beating your blood is pumping while your brain or your mouth is moving you could be hearing things it's like our, it's just crazy it says, as in the case, when you, your digestive system is working, your nose can smell up to a thousand different odors. Your touch can detect over one, two, of of inch, uh of things. <laughs> your tongue can taste two, uh, a quadrant and 2 million parts of water, like yeah, that's true. like there's so many molecules, right? Your, your your body is crazy with your abilities. It says you're a bundle of incredible abilities and an amazing creation of God. A part of the church's responsibility is to identify and release your abilities of serving God. That's why it's important to get into the church. Again, I'm gonna keep telling y'all until y'all start telling me, Brittany, I'm back in church, Brittany, I'm back in church. I'm gonna say it every day. I'm gonna tell y'all because it's been life-changing for me. And I just would hate for you to be called to do something or know you're supposed to do something and you do not make the move. So it is going to be my job to tell y'all all the time get back in the physical church, y'all. It is the church's responsibility to identify and release the abilities of serving God. So if you do not get back to church, how are you going to serve? How are you going to serve God? I mean, you could serve Him in other ways, you know what I mean? But that is a part of the church's responsibility is identifying that maybe you don't know your, your abilities because you ain't got back in the church. Just saying, (laughs) every ability can be used for God's glory. Paul said, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. The Bible is filled with examples of different abilities that God uses for his glory. Here are just a few of the the mentions in scripture. Artistic ability, architectural ability, administrating ability. Like some of y'all could keep some books and take notes like nobody's business. Okay. Banking or baking, baking. Remember, we talked about cakes yesterday. Boat making, you ain't think boat making would be a part of you, maybe. Candy making, uh, debating, designing, elaborating, embroidering, engraving, farming, fishing, gardening, le- leading. Leading is key. Like, if you know you have natural leading abilities, managing, um, masonry. Making music, making weapons. Hey, hello. Needlework, painting, planting, uh, philosophizing, <laughs> Philosoph- being a philosopher in the church, okay? Um, machine ability, inventing, carpentry, sailing, selling, like selling, um, being a soldier. Child, that was not my ministry. I was in the wrong place, wrong time. Not my ministry. It may be a (laughs) part. That was not my ministry. Tailoring, teaching, writing, literature, and poetry. This is how you know something is not your ministry. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, right now, right now. When I was in the military, when I was active duty, there were people who loved that job. They loved getting up early before 5 a.m. in the butt crack of dawn. They loved working out the way we had to work out. They wanted to go harder and faster. There were people who just loved their job. They loved being in the field. They loved the machinery of it. They just loved putting on the uniform. They loved it. That is how you know that is your ministry. That is how you know you are in the right place at the right time, as when things at your job, at your space just feel right to you. Like that is your bread and butter. You are in the wrong ministry of your life. And I'm going back to like just outside of church, the secular, which is in the world, is if you dread your job. If you hate every process of it, y'all, I hated getting up and going to work that early. I hated working out the way we had to work out with all them folks. I, I liked the soldiers. I liked the people of it. I had a heart for people. So I loved being able to help and being able to, to serve others in that way. I hated putting on that uniform. Still do. It gives me PTSD. It gives me anxiety. Don't like it. I hated... um. I hated everything about my job. I hated it. It caused me depression. It caused me to spiral in depression. When you do what you are not in your ministry to do, it will cause you to really dislike life. At least that was my, can't give you, I can't say that for you. It really, I didn't like it. So if there's anybody out there that is doing something they absolutely hate every day, I understand you have a family, I understand you have responsibilities, I understand, but you need to figure out a different way to to make something happen so you can make, because there's plenty of money out there where you can make money doing something so you're not dreading every day of your life. There is nothing worse than waking up, and I've been there, y'all. I've cried to y'all. I'm not going to do that again. There is nothing worse than waking up every single day and hating doing what you do majority of the of the time and only enjoying the weekends and only enjoying the afternoon. I get that there may be times in your life and phases in your life where you have to go through things. I understand that there are times of sacrifice, but come up with a plan to rework your life so that you can get out of that to do your ministry. Because that's not how you're supposed to live life. That I understand that being a Christian and things that like you can suffer. I get it. But that is not what God has intended. He gave gives us natural abilities and skills and assets so that we do not have those those issues. But we have to find those. I had to start cultivating while I hated my job. I started cultivating a YouTube channel because I loved it. I was like, oh, my gosh, there are people who like the things that I like that get it, that understand it allowed me to speak on camera. And I didn't know like when I started YouTube, that thing, it didn't exist like it wasn't a thing. Now, thank God, it's a thing. So I get to do this, but I started this years ago. So what I'm telling you is even if you can't leave the job now, start searching in your heart, in your mind, asking God to reveal your gifts. Figure out what you like. Pay attention to the things that bring you joy. And no, it's not just sitting around watching TV and figure out the things that bring you joy. If it's bring, if it brings you joy to be with your family, figure out a way that you can work from home. Like there's always more work out there. There's always another job. I understand we're in a recession. I understand they want to fearmonger people and back into work. I understand, but you were not supposed to live life of misery. I did it for three years. No, absolutely not. I'm here to be a testament, and a testimony to your life does not have to be like that forever. No, absolutely not. So if you were doing something, if you know that you hate, absolutely hate what you do. Every day you were just in the wrong ministry. That is not what God has for you. That is not what he signed you up for, because if he did, you would like that job. If that was what you were meant to do, you would have some sort of fulfillment out of it. Like I told you, there were people who loved what they do. And I tell that to people all the time that want to join. I get so many messages of people saying, oh, Brittany, I want to join the military. If you like that job, if you like what you're going to do every day, that is for you. Have at it. If you're just doing it for the money and stability, there's other ways to do it. There are other ways to do it. So make sure you are tapping in and tuning in to what you want. Y'all, you are not supposed to be miserable going to work. Now, is every day going to be peaches and cream? No. (laughs) No matter what you do, you work for yourself, you stay, it don't matter. Every day is not going to be peaches and cream. And we have to work because as, as human beings, we will get bored. So it's a part of our life. So why not do something that you enjoy? And if you have not found that out, I don't care about your age, I don't care about your degree, I don't care how long you've been doing it. I don't care about your pension. If you a couple years away from your pensions, just you stay at it, get your pension. But I'm just saying don't allow money to be your trap because then money is now your is now your your god. Because you're making yourself miserable to get money. We serve a God, an abundant God, a God that will do amazing and wonderful things and will provide for you. Y'all, I was looking at time, I was going through my phone and I was looking at times in my life. And I was like, wow, I did a lot during that time and I had a lot of fun. And I was broke. I was really struggling. Like it was a time where I was off active duty. I was in the reserves. For those of you who are watching who were watching me, um, back in when I was in San Antonio. When I was in San Antonio and a little bit in, not Austin, but in San Antonio, y'all didn't have no money. Like I had money, but I was working a full-time job again that I did not like because I thought I was supposed to be doing that. Right. I was grateful for it, thankfully, but I was a full-time commander. I wanted to be a commander. That was my last little, that was my last goal that I had in the military. I was like, if I could be a commander, if I could make it to captain, cool. Right. Did that. And I was paying, I was being paid half of what I was supposed to be paid. Half of what I was supposed to be paid, no benefits, no leave. If I was not in that building, I did not get paid and it didn't, and the military don't work like that. Right. But I was getting half of my wages. I was not doing well financially. I lived in my favorite apartment. I was driving a great car. I had a great life. Like I was going through my video and I was just like, what was I doing? Because I was thriving. I was making it. God was providing. Y'all, I was making half of the money I was supposed to make. No benefits, no insurance. Well, I had car insurance and no health insurance. I was good. God made a way. So don't think because you have this cush life and God has given you all, the, you're, you, you're being blessed financially, that you can't take a decrease and still be good. God is still going to have you. I had a. I was looking at those photos. I was like, wow, I had a great life. I still went out still had time with my friends, still did everything that I was going to do. I still traveled. I don't know how I was doing it, but I did it. <laughs> still had my dog. Like nothing was taken from me. I was never evicted. My car wasn't repossessed, nothing. I was still fine. So don't think that if you leave that job and I'm not telling you to leave, leave like, oh, I'm, I'm out, quit. No, I'm not telling y'all to do that. Have a plan make a plan, save your money, have a plan to exit stage left, but you do not have to stay in that space forever. That is not what God has intended to you. God gave you abilities. I'm sorry to go on that little tangent. I just felt like saying that because somebody out there is stuck. Somebody out there hates. And when you hate your job, you hate life. God doesn't want us to hate life. He wants us to thrive so that we are living examples of his his wonder and his beauty. He don't want us walking around moping, depressed, anxious, mad, pissed off. Like that is not what he wants for us. That's not what he's called us to do. He called us to be vessels to build his kingdom. We are supposed to be living heaven on earth. It's not just when we get to the miraculous place where we're supposed to be living it now too. Supposed to be pulling down the things in the kingdom of heaven as is above. So is below. It's supposed to be the same. We create our hell here on this earth. Right. So don't allow being a slave to money or having little faith. Bible says "Ye have little faith like he's God. He's abundant. Don't he always show up every other time? Don't he always come through? Don't he always make it happen? Man, start applying. Get that resume together. Do the work to remove yourself from a situation that is draining you because it's not going to get no better. It's not going to get any better, y'all. I see. I have left and I see people that stay, that stay and stay and stay because they have, oh, I got to get this house. I'm going to get this money. And they end up hating life. And it just gets worse for them. God is already telling you to leave. He didn't give you flag after, flag after flag after flag after flag after flag after flag after flag, but you're deciding to stay. That is not what God is intending for your life. You are not useful, miserable. You are not useful, not using your gifts and your talents. You are not useful keeping your gifts and your talents at home or because you're so burnt out and, and tired that you can't even, you can't use them. Where do you have room to be creative when you're burnt out? Where do you have room to be creative when you're depressed? When do you have room to be creative when you're, when you're filled with anxiety? Y'all, a lot of those things happen because it's, it's, it's we don't like life. I'm not saying all of it. Some people, you know, it's clinical. But a lot of times we it's because of how we are operating and moving in life. Okay? Um, and not to mention, like Brittany said, the stress that can kill you and start causing you illness. Y'all, this disease? is dis-ease. Dis-D-I-S-Ease. You're not at ease. God wants us to be at ease. He wants us to be in our gifts. He wants us to be vessels and helping and, and, and exploring and provide and pouring out. How are you supposed to pour out your gifts to the world and your cup is empty because of a job? Can you imagine? Could you imagine going up to God, right? You, we pass away, hopefully not before our time, and you get to heaven, or in the in the line per per. I don't know. You get there to the gate, <laughs> and God is sitting there with his spiritual iPad and his glasses, because I believe God is wearing glasses. I don't know why when he has perfect eyesight, but maybe they just look because they make him look good. I don't know. And he takes an account of your life, and he looks at all the abilities that he gave you. I gave you a voice. I gave you all these ideas, and I just kept. Giving you ideas, but you didn't do anything because you were worried about that job. Could you imagine explaining that? And you being like, wait, you mean to tell me I was supposed to do all of those things and I had all of those abilities, but because I was worried about a pension? Or worried about a retirement check? When if you'd really do the math, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not telling nobody to, to get out of their pension. I get it. Some of y'all are almost at the end of your career. Got it. But we did the calculation for my military retirement. It's about $2 million. Do you know nowadays you can make that money on your own doing something else, having investments, having. Like when me and my friends really calculated and looked at the time that we had to put in and how much misery we would have to put in to hit that and get that quote unquote check that they promise us and how the world is looking and how to. (laughs) Who knows if that's going to be around by the time I get 50 years old. Just saying. I was like, so I'm willing to forego my happiness, my peace, my mental state for $2 million. When there are ways out here and people are making $2 million in their sleep every day. And for some people, that is a a crap ton of money that they can't fathom. $2 million for the, especially nowadays in America, that ain't going to get you nothing. You might get a nice little house, a cute little car. In a couple months, that money could be gone if you don't manage it well. No, not for me. I can't tell you what to do. For me, it was a no. I want everything God has for me. And if I don't get the two million, whatever. I want everything God has for me. I'd rather get up there and say that I had a bomb life. I I used my gifts and my talents. I did the things I felt God called me to do. I did this. I did that. I did this. I lived a full life. You know, sometimes also, I got to say this too, we focus on only having a full life what we can get, what we have, what we did, what us, 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 us. What did you do with the gifts that I gave you? God is going to say to us. And this is how we do it. How do we make an impact in the world? So once you get your job together, because you got to get your house together in order before you can serve, I believe. I believe it's very hard to serve if you all jacked up or if you all, you know, so how are you going to serve if you got to get that together first? And then use your God-given abilities and talents to glorify the world. He said, soldiers, tailoring, teaching, writing, literature, poetry. It says, the Bible says there are different abilities to perform service, but the same God-given abilities to all their particular service. God has a place in his church where where your specialties can shine and you can make a difference. It's up to you to find a place. So once you get your life together and making sure you're at peace, you're a harmony, then you can, then you can give from your overflow. Then your cup runneth over, and you can give from your overflow. It says God gives some people the ability to make a lot of money. That's why you know people that always got money, like drug dealers, right? Remember, it says God will give you abilities, but you may use it for sin. People that are drug dealers, like successful ones, like the fake Lucases of the world, the Gaudis, and all, the mafia, those folks are geniuses. You cannot be a uh, a successful drug dealer if you don't know business, if you don't know numbers, if you don't know how to count money, if you don't know ounces and all that, you just can't, right? It says, and then some people just have the ability to make money. They just make money in their sleep. You just know the people that just always got money. No matter what, if they got to get three jobs or whatever, they gonna always have money. This that's an ability. God gives some people the ability to just make a lot of money. Not saying that you shouldn't learn either, if that's just not your skill set. Still got to learn that, right? But it says, Moses told the Israelites, remember the Lord, remember the Lord, your God, for it, it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. People with the ability are good at building a business, making deals or sales. And repeating a profit or reaping a profit, if you have this business ability, you should be using it for God's glory. How can you use it for God's glory? How it says first, you realize your bu- abilities came from God, so acknowledge Him and give Him credit. And it says second, use your business to serve the needs of others and share your faith and your with unbelievers, so you can be. It's, Steve Harvey is a perfect example of this, right? Steve Harvey's not a minister. He's not in the church, but he always gives God credit. First and foremost, I would not be here if it wasn't for God, right? Then he how can he serve his uh it's <clears> a <throat> so second, use your business to serve the needs of others and share your faith with unbelievers. Every time he's on stage, he always talks about God. Every time that there's a camera in front of him, he always talks about God. This is why I I, I love Steve Harvey so much. When I would be driving to work at 5 a.m., on my way, miserable, depressed, filled with anxiety, all of this stuff, right? On my way to work, I would turn on the radio and there would be Steve Harvey's voice. And for the first 10 minutes of his show, now he would, his show went about like the Steve Harvey morning show was like a three hour segment, I believe. For the first 10 minutes of the show, he would talk about God. He would talk about, getting out of situations that, that, that you hate. He, his words gave me the strength to quit my job and move on and find other things that I love to do. Hearing his voice, he always gave it to God. He used his business. He used the Steve Harvey morning show. He uses his platform. He uses family feud. He uses the Steve Harvey show, the his talk show. He uses these platforms to speak and tell people about God. He didn't have to go be a minister to do it. He didn't have to go to the church to do it. Even the book tells us to do church. He didn't have to go into church to do it because everybody ain't going to be there. Everybody ain't going to get there. And I get that. But he uses every platform he has for years to tell everybody he knows about God. He even did it in his books. You know what I mean? So every single instance he's used God he he's 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 used his businesses to tell people of God faith or non-believers. And he'll tell you, I don't care if you don't believe. But I'm gonna tell you what God did for me. Believers and non-believers, his third return at least 10% of the profits to God to act of acts of worship. God only wants 10%, y'all. He only wants 10%. And I understand him when we're in a hole, when we're behind, we like, oh, that 10%. I'm telling you, if you do it first you won't miss it. And you already plant your seeds, right? Same thing like setting up your retirement to get 10% taken out of your check before it even hit your account. When you don't see it, you don't miss it. When you don't know that you weren't supposed to have, you don't miss it. But when we leave God at the end of our budgets, when we leave God at the end, when we are supposed to be doing it first, that's when we miss out. It says return at least 10% of your tithe and profit to God, the place of worship. Finally, make your goal to be a kingdom builder than rather just a wealth builder. Some people are only focused on wealth. Wealth is not a bad thing to focus on. I think everybody should be having a wealth strategy in their plan, and their portfolio as they're investing. But don't just only focus on building wealth. Again, that's making money our master. But how are we going to build the kingdom? Because you could do both. You don't got to be a broke Christian. I don't know where that narrative came from. I know it's in the Bible that it says that we, we suffer right? And we're not supposed to make money our we're not. The love of money is the root of all evil, right? That's cool. But you could still be like, oh, I like money. You ain't got to love it. You're like, I like it. And I need it to to move around because you can't help nobody being broke. There's only so much you can do. You can actually, no, that's not true. You can. (laughs) I take that back. But there's only so much you can do when you're worried about yourself, right? But it says he only wants 10%. So give our 10% and make sure that we are not only focused on just wealth building but kingdom building and they said they'll use more examples later in the chapter what am i able to do what does god want me to do okay what are you able to do you are only you are only a person on earth who can use your abilities so if you don't use your gifts if you don't use your talents if you don't get in alignment with your ministry meaning what god has on this planet for you to do then it won't get done it says no one else can play your role You are the star. Can't nobody else be Beyonce? Can't nobody else be President Barack Obama? Can't nobody else be them? Only they can, right? And only nobody else can be you. Only you can. Because they don't have the unique shape that God has given you, the Bible says God equips you with all of your needs for doing his will. Say, I have everything I need. Write in the chat. I have everything I need. You are equipped with all You need for doing His will to discover God's will for your life. You should seriously examine what you are good at doing and what you're not good at. Y'all, I tell y'all all all the time, my ministry. I can't sing. It says God. If God hasn't given you the ability to carry a tune, He isn't gonna expect you to be an opera singer. God don't expect me to be in nobody's pulpit singing the word or singing singing the gospel. He don't expect me to, to put out no 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 Christian album. Absolutely not. If I got behind the out, al- he'd be like, Brittany, come here. Go, 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 go get in your lane. <laughs> God don't even expect me to run no laps at no track meet. He did not give me no athletic abilities. God will never ask you to, to dedicate your life to a task you have no talent for. I was not supposed to be. (laughs) I mean, maybe I was for my journey. I don't know, right? But I did it for money. I did not do it for purpose. I did not do it because I liked it. I did not do it. That's what happens when you do things only for money. When you focus only on the money, not what you're planting, not what your mental health spirals. Y'all, I was balling and was depressed. And it doesn't mean that I'm not and I'm not saying having a lot of money makes you depressed. No, having a lot of money in the wrong area of your life, doing the wrong thing will make you depressed. Because not enough money is going to bring you the peace that you need. But God will not ask you to dedicate your life to a task you have no talent for. And the way you know you have talent for it because you enjoy it. You enjoy it. I have no musical abilities. I really don't even like music like that. Some people love music, but they can see how they can work their magic in the in this system to make their artists pop or whatever the case may be. I have a best friend like that. You know, she loves music. Can't sing, but she's behind the scenes helping artists at a high level. So proud of her. Shout out to Nadine. That's my girl. Um, it says, on the other hand. The abilities you do have are strong, the strong indication of what God wants you to do with your life. The things that you enjoy doing, your abilities, your talents, that is an indication of what God wants you to do with your life. Y'all, I was a talker. Couldn't get me to shut up when I was a kid. Always had something to say. Always. Always had something to say. Look at me now. (laughs) They are clues to knowing God's will for your life. If you're good at designing or recruiting or drawing or organizing or safe, it's a safe assumption that that's what God's plan for your life includes the skills of of somehow. God doesn't waste your abilities. He matches your calling and your capabilities. Y'all, there are people that get paid to organize. That's it. That's all they do. They they take your little, your messy your messy space, they take everything out and they reorganize it and they make it look pretty. They get paid. You understand? God does not waste your ability. He matches our callings and our capabilities. It says your abilities were not given just to make a living. God has God gave them to you for your ministry. As Peter said, God has given each of you some special abilities be sure to use them to help each other, passing them passing on others, God, uh, passing on to others. God's many kinds of abilities. OK. Uh, yeah. OK. It says we don't realize how truly unique our DNA and molecules are. We can unite. The infinite number of ways. Okay. Giving me, somebody's telling me, my my brain is telling me to go to the comments. Um, oh, thank you so much, Lou. Let's see, let's see, let's see. This part, Brandy, nobody should be miserable going to work. Yes, y'all, please hit the like button. Uh, she Amber says, yes, it sucks when you hate what you do. You all have a power of choice. Absolutely. Cause God ain't going to make you, God ain't going to make you leave the job. That's only in you. He going to show you you should leave. He going to show you you're supposed to be doing something else, but he can't make you leave. Good morning. I love trading stock market and making money uh, off of it, but I never thought about it as a gift. Absolutely. If it's your interest, if you understand something, if you have the ability to like certain things, I'm just not interested in, you know, certain things I'm just like, And certain things and certain things we have to force ourselves like stock. I think that everybody should learn about investing. I think everybody should have the basic knowledge of investing in stock and wealth building. I definitely believe that everybody, even if you don't like something, you should have like a little general knowledge of it. But if you like it and it's your ability, you could personally, you could be doing this for a church. Hey, pastor, I really, I really know about stocks. If you give so-and-so amount of money, then I may be able to return on your investment and help build, that helps build the church. Every church needs money every church needs money. Yes. Y'all have everything you need. Thank y'all for putting it in the chat. Um, melon and honey says, can you please pray for me? I'm really dealing with a lot of feeling down, trying to, uh, trying to pick, be picked up, trying to pick my wife up. I really look forward to hearing you every morning. Please give me the strength to deal with hardship. Um, she, Amber, go ahead and pray for Melanie Honey. God, right now I come to you and ask you to give Melanie Honey the strength that she needs to go on. Let her know that she has a community here, that you are by her side each and every step. All she has to do is call on you and call on the name of Jesus Christ. Give her strength, give her insight, give her everything she needs to keep pushing forward and know that we will never give up on her, that she will never give up on herself, and we will never give up on her. God, in your darling son, Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Melanie Honey, we are praying for you. Everybody, send Melanin Honey your prayers. Um, I don't know, Melanin Honey, uh, get on my calendar so we can um, have a conversation, please. I want to make sure that you're okay, but you got this. God will bring you. Th- I'm telling y'all, as long as we don't give up, y'all, as long as we don't give up, no- there is nothing God won't bring us out of. I understand sometimes, you know, we try to we try to end our lives, and 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 I'm not I'm not saying that that's where she's at at all, but as long as we don't give up. God will always be there, okay? And I'm not trying to shame anybody who's, you know, done it in the past and and people that have faked done it. Um, And if you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. As long as we don't give up, God will always show and always prevail. Just know that he's by your side. Know that this is just a season, y'all. Nothing bad lasts forever. Nothing horrible lasts forever. Nothing, 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 nothing bad lasts forever, Okay. So I, it's just a season I'm praying for you. I pray that you just call on God, call on Jesus Christ, ask him for everything that you need, strength, know-how, even peace, whatever you, whatever you need, just keep calling his name, keep letting him know, and he will grant you all the desires of your heart. Okay. But you are in my prayer. She Amber, um, please put melon and honey on your prayer list, melon and honey, get it on my calendar, get book your 30 minutes so we can, um, so I can speak to you. And so I can help you. Okay. I don't want you guys to ever think that you guys are alone. Um, you're never alone, but God is always with us. Always, always, always. So thank you for being, um, thank you for being um, transparent and and brave for speaking that. Okay. And we love you and we we appreciate you for being here and continue to show up. As long as you continue to show up, we're still here. Okay. Every day. And we will pray for you every day. If you need prayer. Uh, She, Amber, please go ahead and put her on your prayer list. Please, please, please. Uh, D says, definitely. So I was working in corporate and had more and had more than I ever had. And I was at my lowest moment. Absolutely. It's possible. Y'all don't just chase the money. I'm not saying money ain't important. I'm not saying be broke. I don't, I don't believe in that. I believe all of God's children, all of us should be wealthy. But when we talk about wealth, money is just a part of our wealth. We should be healthy, mentally stable, emotionally stable. Are we gonna go through stuff? Absolutely. Being a Christian is not easy, right? Being a person of God is not easy. Being a human being, period, is not easy. So we're none of us are sh- short of the glory of going through anything, right? But th- the key is to aligning. Uh, with our gifts, our talents, doing the things that God has called us and placed us here to do. Because when we do that, we that's when we become fulfilled. That's when we become happy with the things that we do. That's when the money feels like a bonus. Like I get to do what I love and I'm getting paid. <laughs> I get to do what I enjoy and I get paid. Or you should, even if it's not something that you just love out of your guts, but it's just something that you enjoy. Like I'm a social media manager now for businesses I never thought stepping away from my brand personally would and, and helping other people would fulfill me the way it has. I actually like it way more than my but pushing myself. Now, am I going to stop? No. But I never knew that helping others would fulfill me more than doing all of me, 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 me. It doesn't. It, I actually love helping others. So now I have a job or a career that I've cultivated over the years that I really enjoy by starting with myself, right? Then I get to do this and then I get to help out the church and it's like everything is being taken care of. Isn't that amazing how God works? But it starts with you, okay? Starts with you. So make sure that we are tapping into what God wants for us, what God has for us, um. Thank you guys all for for all of the prayers and, and all of the blessings. We got to uplift our, each other. We got to uplift our sister. We got to make sure that she knows that she has a community and a family here. And if anybody out there is needing a community, a family, you're not in church yet, whatever, you could come be a part of the morning motivation team. Create, uh, just come be a part of the morning motivators. Let us uplift you. Be a part of this wonderful community. It's absolutely free. We go live every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. We read, talk about God. We will pray for you. We will uplift you. You are not alone. There are people on this planet that love you, need you. You are needed. God needs you right here, right now. And he needs your unique gifts and abilities because nobody can do what you can do. You know, a lot of people walk around without purpose. It's so much purpose inside you. Nobody can do what you can do nobody. So you are needed. God has you here for a reason. You are a miracle. The fact that you were born was a miracle. The fact that you were conceived at the exact moment you were conceived from a tiny microscopic sperm and a tiny microscopic egg, and it created you and you were made in your mother's womb. God placed everything that you need in this time right now in you in that space and you are here and you are needed and you are welcome. So you feel like you don't have a place. You have a place with the morning motivation team and crew. Okay. The morning motivators, we are here. We will greet you uh, come each and every weekday morning at 8am. If you need a little bit more help, I am not a therapist, but I am a certified life coach. Go ahead and click the link below and get your 30 minute free session with me and see if I can work and help you out with your mindset shifts with, with praying for you, whatever you need, um, my coaching is not free, but your 30 minute free session will. So maybe you can't get the coaching, but the 30 minute free session will get you on the right path. Uh, I would love to see you talk to you, um, and do anything that I can do to help in my abilities. And I'm not God, God can only do what he can do, but you are not alone. Okay. You are never alone. And God is always with you. He just needs you to call him. He needs you to believe in him. He needs you to turn in and, 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 and save. And if you, and, and speak his name. And if you, know that you are called to be a christian and you know then just please accept jesus christ as your lord and savior when your heart is called to do it because when you have the blood of jesus on you there are some things the devil just cannot reach when you have the blood of jesus on you there are certain things that you just say get behind me satan not today Jesus! not today satan i have i am covered in the blood jesus christ is my lord and savior and there's nothing that i can't do with the with the with 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 jesus christ who strengthens me okay So I pray for you all. We're not ending just yet. (laughs) We're not ending just yet. I just really wanted to speak that into you guys. Just let you know you are not alone. God has you here. God has me here to to, to tell you that and to be a part of our, our, our little crew here in the morning. It's absolutely free to come in and join. And if you ever miss, you can always listen to on Spotify, Apple Music and get your daily dose of motivation through the podcast, okay? Thank you, Diamond. For, uh, for sharing your thoughts and your prayers with Melon and Honey. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for just being such uplifting spirits. Thank you guys for just being who you are, uh, allowing me to do this each and every morning, showing up for us each and every morning. That is a gift in itself. You guys have the gift of support. You have the gift of support. And if that's all that you can give, then that's amazing and beautiful. And I appreciate that. And I thank God for you all each and every day. You guys help me with my purpose and I pray that I turn around and help you all with yours. Yes. I love you guys too. She Amber is sending love and prayers and blessings. I love you all always here. You guys, uh, in the 30 minute free sessions, you guys can just book. Like if you guys really need to talk to someone, you really need it. My calendar is open. It's not open every day, (laughs) but my calendar is open. I do have time. I do would love to see and speak to you. I do not want you to feel like you are alone. God is always with you. God is always with you. He has you. And if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you are covered in the blood and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You tell that you tell depression, you tell anxiety, get behind me, Satan. No, 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 no. And the reason why you all are going through what you're going through, because God, the devil is busy. The devil is busy, y'all. He is trying to keep you all from God's glory because he knows if you hear the word, he knows if He if, if you know how special you are, if you know all the gifts and talents that God is blessed with inside of you, that you are unstoppable and that you can do amazing things. And he doesn't want you to know how great you are. So he hits you with depression. He hits you with anxiety. Even in the midst of you getting closer to God, he will creep his way in and try to tell you that you're not who you are, that you're unworthy, that you don't deserve what you deserve and that you don't deserve love. And that is a lie. The devil is a lie. And you tell the devil, get behind me, Satan, because I am Jesus's and I'm God's and I'm covered in the blood and there is nothing that you can do. There is nothing that you can do to break me because I have faith of a mustard seed. All you got to do is have a little faith That's it just a little tiny piece of faith and then no God has you and you will be saved. I love you guys so much and I pray that you know how much God loves you and I pray that you know how covered you are when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior Savior you guys the the blood of Jesus is like armor there is nothing that can come against you nothing I can't speak for other religions and I'm sorry but when you are covered in the blood the devil oh he will try he will try he will try but he cannot touch you there is nothing to fear There is nothing to fear. When you are covered in the blood, there is nothing to fear. God has kept me safe. I am a living testament and testimony of how much God and Jesus have kept me covered and kept me safe. And he can do the same for you. And if you need therapy, go seek therapy. It does not mean you're weak. It does not mean that you're not a believer. It does not mean that you're not a believer. Y'all got therapy today. I still go to therapy. We are all struggling and all go through things. So don't think that you're weak, that you need help it's okay. That's what we're here for. It's what community is for. It's what church is for. All right. Please get back into a church. Please start reading your Bibles again. Get a physical Bible if you can. Go to Barnes and Noble, order one on um online, on Amazon, whatever the case may be. I'm going to start putting Bibles, uh, some cool Bibles down in the description so you guys can order your own. But please start calling on God. He cannot do it without your, without your permission. That's one thing about God. He cannot do it without your permission. So you have to call him Know him, use your God-given abilities and talents to uplift the, wor- the world. Um, I did not get through this whole chapter, but you guys got the point. Make sure you order your book or enter the free book giveaway on my website at BrittanyTheHost.com if that is something that you are interested in, okay? Oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. And I did not mean to turn into a mini preacher, um, but I-, I just love y'all and I-, and I know God loves you. And I just want you guys to know all of the power and love that Jesus is pouring into you, but you have to accept Him. He he won't he won't make you. God is not a forcer. He will not force His will on your life. You have to accept Him and call out to Him, cry, pray, healing and and, and growth is not pretty, y'all. It is not pretty, and I got you, I got you, Miss uh, Demita Joe. It is not pretty. It's ugly. Y'all, when you go to church, it, y'all, when y'all step in a church, it should be some shouting going on. If you're a Christian, if you believe in in the Pentecostal, the the uh the Baptist, <laughs> uh, it should be some shouting going on. It should be some some healing going on. If you live in the Atlanta area, please DM me so I can let you know what church I go to. Because every Sunday, every service, we are being delivered, we are being called, we are being tested, we are being. Uh, it's just such a beautiful thing. I see how God is working in my life and I know he can work in yours, but you got to call out to him. Got to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And there's nothing, nothing that he can't help you through. Nothing at all. And I'm a living testament of that. Y'all depression, anxiety, overthinking, being broke, everything. And I break the chains right now in the name of Jesus. I break the chains of anybody that's struggling right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, give them peace, give them hope, give them strength, give them discernment, give them knowledge, give them wisdom. Download that into them right now in your darling son, Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Thank you, Demita Joe, for your patience. I love your videos. I'm not always in the chat, but just know your videos are on my motivational rotation for sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I pray God covers you all. Please accept God. Please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. There is no love like it. When you love, not going to cry. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is no love like it. Is better than anything, anything in this world, okay? I love you guys so much. I pray you guys have a beautiful, blessed Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Let God know you love him. God, I love you. Thank you for everything. And uh, have a beautiful, blessed one. Again, my books are open. You are not alone. Come back each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation. Have a great, beautiful, blessed day, you guys. And I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Bye, y'all.